That's wild. Yeah, uh, I do want to say though that uh, since we brought him up, um, Jason Kidd, Jason Kidd is a piece of shit. So um, that's no, absolutely true. A- absolutely, that's absolutely. True. <laughs> What's up, folks? It's a season four, a brand new edition. It's hitting uh, the high notes. Jazz talk. I am here. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm your host. My name is Hu Tran. Um, you can find me on the Twitterverse, on the Instaverse. Uh, in the Snyderverse at Who Trans Superman, that's H U U T R A N Superman. And, um, you know, we're not quite like we're like in season 3.5, it feels like. Um, uh, we haven't podcasted in a minute, but um, it is uh, when recording September 23rd, almost September 24th. And the Jazz are like 12 days, 11 days away from having like preseason, like training caps starting. So, um, we're getting close. Um, uh, we're, we're getting there. Um, so yeah, let me get back into it. We're, we're starting with, um, uh, he goes to this is 49. Um, uh, what's up, Jared Barker? Uh, I'm coming to you live from Montezuma Creek, Montezuma Utah. Creek. Yeah. He's, he's for you. So, um, last time we potted, I, I don't know if you told on the pod, but like you moved. And so, um, basically you're, you're, you're like South of me. And um, north of me, on top of me, um, uh, is uh, the Dragon Squatch himself. What's up, Logan? So preferred position. Yes. Um, uh, yeah. Like. Um, uh, yeah. Like. Uh, if I had to guess, I'm a, t- I'm, a, I'm a top, and you're you guys are power bottoms. Yeah. So. Like. Um, uh, yeah. Jared. Jared's the bottom. I. I am. I am the the meat in this um uh, in this sandwich here. Um. So yeah, I'm like I'm the midpoint between you guys. So that's kind of that's really cool. Um. So yeah, we're back. We, we haven't, you know, there, there hasn't been a lot to talk about. Um, I mean, there probably has been, but I don't know. It's it feels like it's been super busy. Um, but um, I get jazz basketball starting. So I mean, like I think we have a job, uh, to the public that wants to hear us. You know, so. Uh, hey, I have a question. Who are you? Are you okay? Because like, like, uh, I we I heard your beliefs kind of took a hit. You know, all, all that. Uh, the stuff that wasn't real can't bit you in the ass. Is that true? <laughs> oh, oh still... you're talking about you're talking about COVID. Yeah, um, you know, folks. Um, uh, my my um, advice to everybody is to not get COVID. So, um, uh, but I, I think that's a that's probably true for for everybody there. Don't get COVID. It's a, um, but yeah, I mean that that's part of the reason. That was, you know, a small reason no, but... why we were off. Like, no. When you have COVID, was... you don't want to do anything. Like there, there was like literally almost nothing else I wanted to do, <laughs> and podcasting was definitely not one of the things. So, um, but we're back. Um, uh, we have some we we have some minor jazz things that we want to talk about. Um, uh, just to get us primed up for the season. Um, we're not doing our NBA season predictions uh, this episode yet. But um, uh, let me tell you, um, in the last few days, um. There has been a subject that has like really popped up on the timeline, getting people really engaged again, which was nice. And um, it's the Ben Simmons to Jazz rumor, not even rumors. It's the Ben Simmons to Jazz like fake speculation. Like nobody has yeah. any. Um, the, 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 the very idea that it might happen. Right, right. Like there's like there is no um, uh, like rumors or anything like there's nothing connecting the jazz to Ben Simmons, but people are putting it out there. And then there are some people who are having some strong reactions to, <laughs> to it. Um, um, there's a lot of anti Ben Simmons, um, uh, feelings 
around, um, you know, w- within the Utah Jazz Twitter community. Uh, Logan, like, what do you attribute that to? I, I, I don't believe anyone believes those things are true. I think they just like to get people worked up. I mean, there's, there's definitely, I think there's some of that, but I, I just think it's just a, a fun thought activity because I don't, I don't think the people that even proposed the Ben Simmons stuff really see it as a possibility. I think it's just more of a kind of demonstration on social media and the jazz as a whole is people like to really throw out their thought exercises and how they view things and, you know, in a hypothetical world, but I don't think that anyone believes that they see it as a real possibility. It's just more of a demonstration to everyone as to how they feel, you know, their opinions differ than others, but it is kind of interesting to watch everyone get worked up and take it as though we think it's really happening because none of us really think it's happening. It's just, um, I don't know. It, it, some of, I mean, I, I find myself um, like kind of enjoying the the thinking through of what some of those things would look like. It's just funny because Ben Simmons is just obviously hated so much by so many on the jazz side. And I don't like him. I don't want to say that I like him, but I don't carry the same. The, the same. That was a hell of a sneeze or a hell of a nose blowing. But uh, no, you, don't, you, don't, you love him. Don't lie. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't love him. He's definitely. Yeah, he's definitely douchey. Yeah, I definitely heard you shooting that that last bit of COVID out in the Kleenex. Um, <laughs> I I thought I was on mute. Holy cow, that was weird. You may, well, that that sneeze was that 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 blowing nose was so aggressive. You may have knocked the mute right off. It may have started out that way and Hilarious. just finished strong. Uh, just just continue. you know, it's 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 a it's a perfect it's a perfect way to close it out because honestly, if we all had our way. Uh, ben Simmons, instead of being Ben Simmons, would have been just a nasty, slimy mess in a tissue if there was any God. So um, <laughs> I think that... Uh, Logan, it's, o- it's, always bringing it back, Logan. Um, it's very appropriate. Jared, where, where do you think... Um, uh, like, where, where do you think this anti-Ben Simmons stuff really stems from uh, on Jazz Twitter? Well, I mean, people love to say that it's because of the Rookie of the Year nonsense, but it feels like it's a lot more deep-seated than that. I feel like... Um, I feel like Ben Simmons kind of lives a rent free in this fan base's head because uh, I don't know. He got paid big money. He got a lot of respect from, you know, NBA pundits and whatnot. And now Donovan seemingly garnered more respect as, you know, a better personality, a better, you know, this, that, and the other thing. Uh, jazz fans are just kind of reveling in that and just, they want to twist the knife as much as humanly possible when, in all reality, Ben Simmons does not care what anybody in this fan base thinks of him, much less anybody in his in that, on that Philadelphia fan base. And I, I mean, the guy seems more interested in you know in actually gaming rather than than playing basketball. So it's like, I really don't f- think that anybody's going to be able to affect how he feels. And it just, it just feels very weird to me how there's like this. I don't know. There's this weird psychosis in jazz fandom. It's like, well, if we, if we um, believe it hard enough, you know, he's going to feel our wrath and the pain, you know, that, that he's caused us is going to feel real for him. And it's just, I don't know. It's weird. And it's so weird. I think, I think, I think it's apparent that Ben Simmons doesn't care about what any fan base thinks. And so he especially doesn't give a shit about what the jazz fan base thinks for sure. So he's, he's kind of a dude living in his own lane. And I, you're right. I don't know what it all, it's got to be the rookie of the year thing, right? Because there's definitely a lot of hateable guys in the NBA. He's not unique in that, but it is kind of. I guess it goes back to the rookie of the year deal. But 
Yeah, like I'm uh, like that. That's that, that's where I was kind of leading the questions. Like, it's like, okay, cool. So the first like interaction is you know, you know, quote unquote, second near Ben Simmons and and Donovan having that rookie of the year battle. Um, but that was so long ago. That was what six years ago, five years ago. And um, if you know if the, the the hatred or like um, the animosity started from that, and I'm like, okay, um, it's it's one of those things. That, I mean, I said it at the time, like. You know, the rookie there, it just doesn't matter. Like, it would be nice. It's a nice win, you know, whatever. And, you know, you can only win it once. Um, but Donovan has, his career has been just fine without that award, right? Um, and, man, people are still, like, holding on from the animosity. from And, and it's, it's built, right? So it's built from, okay, the rookie of the year. And so we, we, we still see... We still see those jokes um, being thrown out anytime. You know, they're like, "Who's gonna be rookie of the year?" Ben Simmons. Oh, oh yeah, I forgot about that defensive player thing. I mean, that, I guess yeah, that and, and and like just the fire, right? It's, it's evolved into like, um, it's evolved into him like, you know, you know, now just nitpicking everything that he doesn't do well. Like, oh, he, he you know, the, the not shooting three thing is probably a fair criticism. You know, he's an NBA player. Um, afraid to sh- afraid to shoot threes. Um, goes every off season, talks about improving and working on that, and then doesn't. And and then the free throws, which I don't know if that has always been a thing or if that was new this year because like that that was definitely highlighted. Like okay, now he can't shoot free throws either. So, um, so, so some of the criticisms like are are a little fair. I don't, fair is not the right word, but. Like talking about his game, like what he misses, um, or what he's missing, but like to like just, um, like hyper fixate on the flaws without talking about the positives. I think is a little a little nuts there. I mean, everybody's got some flaws. Um, I don't know if Ben Simmons' flaws are way worse than everybody else's. Like the Jazz fans will, you know, you know, jump on jump on the blade for Rudy Gobert, but Rudy Gobert's got flaws that you know, jazz fans cover up. This is, it's a, it's a very weird thing. And, um, I guess what's exasperating it is now that Philadelphia no longer has Ben Simmons back. So, um, uh, you know, he's, he's on an Island fighting himself, but yeah, the defensive player of the year thing, but I don't know, again, like is, Jared, do you think, do you think that campaigning for yourself, um, uh, um, is a bad thing in the NBA for, for these awards? Rudy campaigns for himself all the freaking time and used to anyways. I mean, this year he kind of let his body work speak for itself, but no, I mean, it's, it is what it is. Like that's part of the gig. That's, I mean, the guy believes in himself and he doesn't respect, you know, your candidate. So, Oh, I hate him even more. It's just, look, I get it. He's a very hateable person. He doesn't seem all that nice. He doesn't seem all that gracious. He doesn't seem to have all that much humility or anything, which, you know, is all things that seem like other players that are of a higher stature seem to at least have some of. They have a little bit more gravitas, if not humility. Um, and it's just, but it's, I just don't understand why we care about him so much. Like, he, to me, he's kind of a non entity. Like, the low post was. Uh, they were talking about him on there and just like how the Timberwolves are just trying to see if they can squeeze get to a manageable deal to, you know, that's, that seems like, well, cause they, cause he had one of the, 
one of the Timberwolves, uh, a beat writer, I guess, with the Athletic on, and they were so they talked extensively about that possibility and just, you know, just who, what franchises were interested in getting Ben Simmons and whatnot, and you know, and, and now there's talk about maybe he'll be moved by this this week. So hopefully, finally, the talk will end and Jazz fans will be happy that that Ben Simmons is, is wherever he ends up because like. I don't know, man. It's weird. There's just a lot of weird stuff going on. I mean, well, I, mean I, I, th- I think I think that there's two things. First of all, let's not forget Don was uh, campaigning for Rookie of the Year too, and that's kind of what spurred this whole thing. So let's not pretend like Ben Simmons was the only one. You know, I mean, Don. The whole a lot of it started with with Don's wearing the sweaters and the jackets, right? About defining rookie and things like that. Yeah. So if you yeah. hate, if you if you hate, if you hate. Ben Simmons for that it's kind of interesting and obviously the Rudy stuff so there is there is some things that have popped up there and I think it's probably safe to say that Ben Simmons is top you know maybe probably the top most unlikable criticized player in the NBA at this point just based upon a lot of things that Jared lined out he doesn't seem likable he doesn't seem enjoyable he's got some major flaws in his game he seems very immature but also to Jared's point it seems weird that we as jazz fans are so worried about him because he doesn't really affect us all that much. He's a guy who plays in the East that we may only see in the finals. We play him once or twice a year, depending on the year and injuries. So it's just kind of strange. It's kind of, it's a kind of hate that at least for me usually is is reserved for a division rival or someone who's in my division. We've had a lot of these heated battles because it's not like we have, we can draw on a lot of great Ben Simmons versus the jazz rivalry games. It's just been this other stuff that takes place. Um, but if he goes to Minnesota, then all right, and then it's all justified. Everything I say goes out the window because it becomes yeah, because he's he's, he's, he's he's playing for the pesky Timberwolves. But yeah, he's the uh, new face of those pesky Timberwolves. But as but, <laughs> but as but as far as I mean, he, he does take things to a different level. But as far as like you said, who is his his actual on the court flaws? I mean, it is kind of funny that we for those folks who want to dwell on that when their guy Rudy has definitely got his fair share of flaws. Um, I don't know. It's, 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 it is it is just it's just it's it's interesting but it makes the world go round i suppose yeah like rudy and donovan um yeah i mean i, I guess i shouldn't pick on rudy because like donovan also has um some flaws that um we, we tend to ignore as well um and you know all the jazz there's, players, right there's yeah. there's there's a few that don't ignore his uh, uh, Don's <laughs> there are there are a few that don't <laughs> yeah. um there's a few that actively try to rub it in his face on twitter and it's like <laughs> you, you what you're like don why do you keep giving this guy airtime like, uh, why no, hey, but okay a, you know whatever I, mean, I, think, I, I think so. I, I think you're gonna touch on some of this later in our podcast but it is interesting to watch uh I think I think I think jazz fans as a fan base historically just don't have any sort of patience or th- for any sort of diva mentality either. And so when Ben Simmons is the ultimate diva, I think that plays wrong because they can't fathom the idea that they'd have a diva on their team. Oh, that's and and, and they and they certainly may have one in the works. So <laughs> it's not not to Ben Simmons level, but it's just it's that old right. school, it's that it's that jazz mentality. Stock Malone showed up in a minivan and did their work every day and all this other bullshit. So they can't they can't fathom the the right, thought of this, just someone that, being this, like that. This '90s team has really um, shaped the views of a lot of jazz. I mean, that's 30 years ago, right? Like um, uh, the '95, '90, '96 team. Those teams, like, which were really great, but again, the jazz jazz fans hold on to a lot of values, and we've talked about this, like longevity <laughs> and. Lo- uh, oh. 
Oh, crap. I don't know if Joe's laughing or dying. Um, no, I mean, no, I don't know. I was kind of doing both. Yeah. You're um, talking about like, talking about places stuck in the 90s. I think Utah definitely qualifies. Right, right. Like, yeah, like jazz fans general. are. We, we talk about the longevity of Quinn Snyder and if that's actually good or bad for the jazz, you know? Um, right. Uh, you know, not, you know, st- stay in the course with a, with a front office. Um, the jazz, the jazz fans are still like, um, obsessed with trying to get like a young team. Like, Oh, you gotta have young guy. Cause like, they, they remember that, you know, the Keeley seal, that Stockton Malone team is that they just kept getting older and older and then never developing younger guys. And so, um, when right now the jazz are probably, you know, they're, they're probably yeah. one of the older teams, but that's, they're in the range because like they're, they're competing. Like they, you know, right. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, that, I think that's what, what our fan base tends to forget is they forget that all those growing pains from those younger teams. And like, they were always a piece away and then they finally got Jeff Hornacek and finally had a decent bench and finally had, you know, the, and now those last two years, the, the fine, the, the, the Sonics who had beaten them to go to the finals previously kind of fell off. And then, you know, it's just all these things, took forever to line up for the jazz and now it's just like we we figure you know we've got to have the longest window of any contender you know our window can only be three to four years it's got to be five to ten uh you know i I don't know it's it's it it really is kind of weird how uh we're always trying to hedge our bets like always 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 because there's always another boogeyman around the corner for utah everybody against utah all that being said, Ben Simmons is still a douchey, douchey shitbag. So <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't, I don't want it. I don't want it to get twisted that somehow we're right, loving right. Ben Simmons, but it's just well, also just weird. It's weird the amount of. Uh, it's a weird the amount of time in play he gets. I guess. Yeah, like I, I, that's the ironic thing because I was say, Logan, let's 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 be nice to Ben Simmons here. <laughs> we're going to be my very next sentence here. Uh, like, because here's the thing. Like, you know, everybody's throwing out trades and. Um, Honestly, the Jazz probably don't have the pieces that um, uh, the Sixers. But again, who knows? Like what the Sixers are going to get for for Ben Simmons? His his value tank. The Sixers tanked his value of all all things, um, in a very weird way. So no comeuppance. Um, what? Because like it's like this happens in fantasy football all the time. Like you know this guy, like I said, like you know it's like a, a stock I talk about with like Boyan and Jordan Clark, like. You know, Ben Simmons' stock is super low right now. Like, whatever you trade, you, you're, you know, if, if you get prime Ben Simmons and you only have to give away, you know, a couple, like, role players, maybe a couple draft picks and, you know, a high-level role player, that's a, probably a pretty good deal to get someone that is a multi-time All-Star. And and the thing is that Ben Simmons is kind of like Rudy Gobert, right? He does things that nobody else can do, but, you know, he can't shoot threes. He can't shoot free throws. Um like Logan, like just say, just say, you know, somehow the Jazz got Ben Simmons for a bunch of their second round picks that they have on their roster. Did you say and, second round picks? Yeah, second round. Yeah, I know you you love it, and you know, I, I know that of the lifeblood of the NBA. I, I know that Mark has joked about he wouldn't even give a second round pick for, but like, think about like you know a six nine Ben Simmons in in your front court. You know, then you have Royce in your back court. Then you have Rudy Gobert. Um, that switches the Jazz team up a little bit, right? Does that intrigue you at all? Yes. Yeah, it's it simple. I mean, it, it is intriguing. I mean, the, the problem is that the Jazz offensive De- philosophy. Defensively, I'd want to play him on the wing, though. Defense is is that, is that okay? I mean, I, I just said forward. 
So he can be, he can play. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah. I mean, the NBA at this point is almost positionless basketball. So right. as long as he's on the court, right? So, yeah. um, I mean, he, 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 he can guard, he self-proclaimed guard one through five. So right, right. Guard, <laughs> exactly. So, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, cause here's the thing, like we, we got this Rudy, we talked about this last time when Rudy Gay came to the jazz and they're like, Oh, he can play small ball five. He can do this, this. And again, it doesn't, it doesn't really matter. Unless you know you can play your best defensive lineup out there without your offense suffering, and that 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 probably does hurt the Jazz, right? If you get Ben Simmons, your offense does suffer. Like Quinn Snyder would have to figure out how to make Ben Simmons an offensive piece while he was out there. Yeah, um, so I mean, so so what you're saying, and I think I think I can't tell if it, I think it was a joke by Spence Checkets who tweeted out, was it the the trade machine? It was like Bohan and Joe. It was I like think. Bohan, Joe, and but the Jazz also got first round picks for a Ben Simmons, <laughs> and like I know, I know it was either hype. I, I'm sure it was tongue in cheek, and like oh, the thing is, the, you know, absolutely the, trolling Jazz yeah. fans. The that. thing, the thing is though, if that trade is really on the table, <laughs> even if there's not first round picks involved, you take Ben Simmons because you don't. You don't, you don't, you don't, I just, I don't see how you pass up on in his, you know, again, approaching his prime Ben Simmons for aging Joe Ingles, who probably retires next year. And then Bohan would be a hit. But I mean, I just, I just don't know. You had, I, I, I get that people will say and throw at us, but I mean, that's, that's something you have to take a chance on. Because right. It's just, and it, you it don't changes. miss that. And, it, and here's the thing about him shooting. We don't know if he can't shoot. He has never chosen to shoot. That's been the weird part is like, I don't, I mean, who knows? I don't have any idea. There's there's too many variables there. Yeah, he's got a the J, J, Jason Kidd could not shoot his entire career, and then all of a sudden Jason Kidd, you know, was like the number three all time three point shooter or something. Weird <laughs> things happen, right? Right? Like, like do you remember Jason, yeah. Jason Kidd would not shoot. He was very much Rajon Rondo, and that he would do everything but shoot. And then all of a sudden, by the time he ended his career, the shot was ugly as hell when he shot it. But he ended up being yeah, he was uh, serviceable. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and he, he just played for so long and made so many. I think I want to say he retired at like number three on the list. I mean, it's all changed now because the threes fly like crazy. But you just yeah, the, the, the talent. It's just, it's just funny because people are letting their hate creep in so much, and some of it's schematic, I guess too. But I mean. You're you're fooling yourself if you don't listen to that. So. I mean, yeah, so here's the thing about the schematics, and we'll talk about when we talk about the Lakers. Like, you, you add Ben Simmons, you can't play the same way you did last year. Like, you just can't. All right. So your job as head coach, as a front office, is well, figure the rest of it out. You know, figure it out, figure the fuck out. If you have <laughs> Ben Simmons, you have oh. Rudy Gobert, and you have Donovan Mitchell, make it work. You know. <laughs> oh, crazy. You know, just hey, you want to hear. You want? You're okay if I do the uh, Jason Kidd tangent. Uh, he had three seasons above forty percent. That's wild. <laughs> yeah, uh, I do want to say though that uh, since we brought him up, um, Jason Kidd. Jason Kidd is a piece of shit. So. Um, no, absolutely true. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, yeah. no, that we're sucks, on the Jason Kidd and train. I can't like, believe he got a freaking. Yeah. I can't believe he got a freaking coaching job again. That's just yeah, amazing. I, I'm glad it was in the West. Like, if he can just like really tank the Mavericks for another few years and like stop their growth oh, yeah. for a little bit, oh yeah, that would be really helpful for the Jazz. Um, uh, and honestly, I think that is what he's primed to do. So, more power yeah. to him. I, I really wanted to like. I mean, I read the Giannis inserts about um uh, Jason Kidd, but like now, like I'm like God. I gotta like. I'm glad they like leaked that insert so I can like. Ex- did I say insert? What the fuck? Excerpt. <laughs> and um uh, uh yeah, like now, now I really want to go with that uh, Giannis book. So. Hey, I'm Mark, and this is Doug. What's up? And we're co-hosts of a weekly podcast on the Utah Jazz called Twos and Threes. 
It's available on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, and wherever else you get podcasts on your feed every Monday morning. Mark's my big brother, and you could say this podcast is a family affair, but really we think of the jazz and jazz nation as our family. So we'd love for you to participate with us to listen, and really, let's do this together. Go jazz. Go jazz. Be our family. Boom. Well, yeah, let's move on now. Uh, you know, to more things that are pissing the Jazz off. I I like the word like that logo is like the thought exercise of Ben Simmons being traded to the Jazz because I literally put out a tweet like last week. Um, I uh, I don't know who said it. Let me see if I can bring it up real quick. But um, I want to say, was it Head Ben Royce? Uh, that was all like, hey, if the Jazz um move to Vegas, that's a better market. Yada yada yada. And so I just uh, retweeted that and like, like, you know, this is a fun thought exercise. I was trying to really, um, uh, you know, just put out there that like, this is not happening, but you know, what would happen if the jazz found them? Like it changed if the jazz went to Vegas. It was actually a uh, prison mic jazz at Jasmine Tyler. That was like, I'm a man of the jazz moved to Vegas. It'd be fantastic for the team, you know, way bigger market, free agent possibilities, marketing deals, would be a fa- fantastic, fantastic move, and still close to Utah, which I don't know. Vegas is six hours away from me. I don't know how close that is. So, yeah, um, close, quote so unquote. I'm gonna let the Dragon Squatch go here first, because like Logan, like you've told your, your story in pieces here, and like, like maybe we should get the whole full story about like your. I mean, you didn't start in Utah. You're not currently in Utah, and yet you're a Jazz fan. So. Yeah, I mean, first of all, shout out to your boy Stabler for calling this a long time ago. I remember I was surprised, I thought, when he brought it up. Right. Was the only no, one oh, yeah, you, right, I knew of even bringing it up. I was like, what? That's a. I mean, I, I was just more, we, I think we were more shocked by it. We weren't, but then we were like, I don't know, I guess maybe, but. Yeah, let me, he let me. Early, uh, he, he was early on the wagon. Yeah, of, let me say, um, maybe, I'll, maybe I'll tag him in, in, in the tweet too, because I can uh, uh, write, like, I want to say the week that Dwayne Wade bought ownership into the Jazz, right? He, he either tweeted me or texted me and just was like saying, hey, you know, like, do you think this is the first step in moving the Jazz to Vegas? And I was like, you know, and again, this was, you know, that Indiana game, whatever that was, in March, right? So, you know, six, seven months ago. And um, I was just like, I, I don't think so. Um, it's just, you know, Ryan Smith is a, a Utah guy. Dwayne Wade is only buying, like, 2% in or, like, whatever. It was a very small percentage. We still don't even know, but such a small percentage. Um, I, I just, I haven't seen anything about them wanting to move to Vegas. <laughs> and apparently that was enough to plant the seed because all the jazz had to do was schedule one training camp in Vegas and people start freaking the fuck out. So, you know, uh, we'll, we'll probably talk about that more, but yeah, go ahead, Logan. Oh wait, training camps in Vegas. Uh, isn't, isn't that training camp or what, what? Like they're taking a trip to Vegas, but it's for training camp, right? It's, oh, it's, a te- yeah. it's, a, it's a team bonding activity too, which also got kind of swept under the rug. Yeah. Um, but, well, uh, the, the funny thing, the, the Lakers like announced one like a day later. <laughs> like the Lakers yeah, are doing the but, same oh, exact thing. Yeah, yeah. But, the Lakers yeah, but, one I heard about. That's kind of funny. That yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, but the, 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 that that for me is a whole another a whole another run on what some jazz fans want to believe and what some don't. They 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 want to uh, they some people want to just. Look, so many people want to sweep under the rug the fact that they think that everything's okay on this team. And um, there were, there, there, there's some comments if you read the beat reporters and, and also some of our, our, not just all beat reporters, but some of our, you know, quality jazz 
I guess, resources we have on the Twitter. If you read between the lines on their discussions there, uh, when that story came out, there's there's definitely a little little something there as I think people need to keep their eyes on, whether it be disconnect between some of the between Don and the franchise and Don and Rudy, perhaps, and some team chemistry issues. I think those have to be out there. I mean, I think it's funny that we want to say nothing exists when I still have the screenshot saved in my phone of Rudy and Donovan on the cover of TMZ. Yeah. Um, that's that you guys, I know that you guys want, everyone wants to pretend I'm not saying you can't work past it. I'm not saying it's impossible to work through your challenging relationships, but to be completely dismissive of it is also as equally as, as just unintelligent in my opinion. Dennis so, Lindsay, Quinn Snyder. Yeah. That, that's also, as I was walking around there, I was thinking the same thing when everyone emphatically denied that, but whether, where there's smoke, there's fire sometimes. And, um, this isn't, this isn't the days of, this isn't the days of the old days where they just grind away again. It's not Stockton and Malone. They're just going to suck it up and go after it. We've got, we've got some guys who have some, some egos, which is fine. We've got some guys who have some thoughts on things. And I think Rudy has kind of lined himself where he's going to be. But I think Donovan, as much as I love Donovan, and I truly think he's the key to everything with the Jazz in the big picture, we've, we've to ignore some of these signs that he may not be a challenge for going forward is also just – uh, it's just you're you're looking to ignore signs of of potential danger, but Player I don't action. know how I, I I don't know how I ended up on this tangent, but um, I don't care if the Jazz are in in Utah because I don't live in Utah, so I know I'm selfish, and I know that I'm not the right person to ask because when I'm in Utah, I don't even like to go to Jazz games because the seats are uncomfortable, the people are weird, wait, um, the, the wait, traffic you, is the traffic have is. Been, t- have you been to the blue seats? Have you sat in the blue seats? I don't know what that means. I'm sure that those are fancy seats that I can't no, afford. No, 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 The blue seats are what they replaced all the old uncomfortable green ones with. Um, I, I was at a game. I've been I've been to a couple games since Donovan Mitchell played for the team, so I don't know if they've changed them within the last COVID year or not, but I oh. don't. I, I, I'm, I'm just one of, dude, I'm, I'm just, I'm not a nice, I'm just not a very good person. I don't like social interaction. <laughs> I don't think concerts are fun. I don't think going to sporting events live are fun, except for baseball because it's a different vibe. Like I, I prefer to watch from my couch, so okay. I know I know I'm the exception to the rule. But um, I also do think it's funny to watch some people's justification as to why the Jazz wouldn't leave. But uh, you know, market size and all those different analysis, and the one I have to chuckle the most at is that Vegas couldn't support a basketball team. I thought we dispelled those rumors a long time ago. I mean, but they have the freaking Raiders, so I don't really. Yeah, if you got the NFL, <laughs> if you got the NFL in town, you're going to be fine. So yeah. The, 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 while, while people say that, that, that Las Vegas can never sh- support a franchise, they're all taking alternate turns to go watch their college football team play in Vegas this year. Uh, <laughs> so it's just, it's funny to me. No, the, the market's not big enough. Who could support that as they all load up and head to Vegas yeah, like to watch BYU yeah. play and then Utah State now? And- as, they, as they all head down to Vegas and they have their, have a little weekend vacation. Oh, no. Are you kidding? This couldn't support support NBA. It's crazy because um, uh, I mean, I mean, I don't know how far the NBA is on um, uh, the two expansion teams, right? Because it's supposed to be Seattle and Vegas that are getting expansion teams. So, again, like, you know, like again, we're, we're freaking out about almost nothing. Like, I still personally believe there's a ninety eight percent chance, which is down from ninety nine percent chance, uh, down a percent and a half. I, I think I was ninety nine ninety nine point five percent sure the Jazz were going to leave, and now I'm down to. 98% chance that the Jazz are going to stay in Utah. But, yeah, I think it's more than likely the Jazz are not moving to Vegas. But I thought it was an interesting thought. Like, okay, if the Jazz move to Vegas, how does that change your perception as a fan? Um, 
like Jared, like I mean, the Jazz. I mean, it would, they would. I think they would move. Would they move closer to you or not? From, from uh, it's sixes down sixes, here, right? Yeah. So like it maybe it'd be a nice little triangle from my house to uh, or the from the uh, from the Delta Center yes. to you know the Jazz the 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 new Delta Center in Vegas. And, T-Mobile um, Arena. <laughs> and um uh, and then um uh, to Jared's house, so uh, we can triangulate positions there. Um, yeah, like I'm a like does proximity to the team change the way you feel about uh the team? And obviously for for Logan, it's an it's a no, right? Um, you, you, you grew up in Tonopah and, uh, I'm sorry, I don't know if I should say that. You grew up somewhere in Nevada. <laughs> definitely, um, definitely was Tonopah. If you know where that is, you're the winner of the podcast for this uh, week. The uh, greatest listener of you all. One random story. I grew up with, uh, Logan in high school and then, you know, I, he, because of him, I knew where Tonopah was. Um, I, I think I drove past a Tonopah like in Arizona and you're, and you were like, yeah, there's, there's one in Arizona too. Um, but then in college. In uh, in college, I actually like was friends with this girl, and she was like, "Oh yeah, I'm from Nevada." I'm like, "Oh yeah, where from?" She was like, "Tone Palm." I'm like, "Get the fuck out of here!" I was like, "Oh no, my god, who was that?" that was What's Kate. her name? Yeah. Oh yeah, seven foot Kate. Yeah. Oh yes, she was tall. <laughs> she was tall. <laughs> um. <laughs> no, she was legit like six foot though. I mean, she was a, she was tall. Yep. Yes, she was. Um, but yeah, so yep. It's like climbing a tree. Seven. <laughs> Uh, did you? Jesus Christ! I can't remember. <laughs> yeah. It's so hard to keep track nowadays. Um, anyway, uh, yeah. So, for, like, some people said it would change their fandom a little bit. Some, you know, somebody said something that I think I probably agree with that, like, they would become a Donovan Mitchell fan. Um, so proximity does have some importance. Like, you know, they're here. Like, they're thirty minutes from a lot of people. Like, if you live in Provo or Ogden, whatever. Like, you're you're within forty five minutes of the state. It's, it's easy to get there. Um, but it also like just kind of t- tells to me like people enjoy the state more than they enjoy the team, I guess. And I don't. I thought that was interesting. I don't know if there's anything actionable that we can talk about. But Jared, like, how do you feel about if the Jazz move to Vegas or move somewhere? Uh, like, I mean, league? hopefully, then they would actually be. I could actually get a uh, a league pass subscription uh, and watch them because I can't do that down here. <laughs> no, that, that that's what I was like. As who was going on? That's what I was actually thinking about. Legitimately was. I think a large portion of fandom depends on whether the Jazz, that Vegas team stays in the Jazz TV market, which I don't know how they would chop that up because being over here in Boise all the way over, I'm still in the stupid-ass Jazz market and can't get the league pass. So uh, I think that's a big part of it, right? If they if they ended up – or they just switch you guys all the nuggets and then that would be that would be some <laughs> fucking poetic justice for me. I'll tell you that right now. Hilarious. <laughs> That's I, probably what would happen. That's hilarious. If I if I stole the Jazz back to my hometown, my home state of Nevada, and then I moved to Vegas to be a Las Vegas Jazz fan, all while you guys were forced to be Nuggets fans, I could I could just die a happy man at that point. Could <laughs> just rub. You're just uh, bastard. The the Nugget Pouch podcast would be amazing. So, um, yeah, like uh, uh, Jokic forever. Uh, Jamal Murray's better than people think. Jamal Murray is amazing. He should be an all star. Um, Look at the, I just ran the numbers on Jamal Murray, and he's technically the greatest basketball player to ever make an all star team. <laughs> he's really good. Um, yeah, like I mean, it's it's just weird. Like I, I think personally for me, my fandom, I, it would take a hit. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. There's something is about proximity, and it's, it's not like I'm sitting there saying that I love the state of Utah. Um, but I mean, it's just it, it is weird. Like, but then again, you know, my football team or i guess my football team is in dallas 
I, I guess. Uh, my baseball team's in <laughs> Chicago. Um, like, I, 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 like, like for me to care about the Dallas Cowboys, it's like, oh, you know, whatever. You're taking act of God at this point, yeah. right? Uh, my my college football team is Utah State when they're good. <laughs> so hey, man. Three, three and zero, oh, baby. If, if they beat Boise, I mean, you can talk smack to Logan. Logan, is it Boise or Boise? I don't know, Boise. Yeah, a lot of like I I had roommates from Idaho, and if you said Boise, they they would always correct me. He's like, it's Boise, with who an cares? S. <laughs> Not you know, see, well, Jared, you don't care about correct pronunciation of names, so um, that's true. Yeah, uh, uh, zero fucks given. Yep. Uh, well, anyway, guys, um, uh, as we round out uh, here, you know, we we talk shit on Ben Simmons. Uh, we've scared the people, or you know, we we've talked into existence with jazz moving to Las Vegas apparently, um, and all of us becoming. If I could bet on that and make some money off of it yeah. somehow, that'd be pretty. I cool. mean, really, it's just le- I mean, the the blackout rules, and it's because Logan, I think, because um, uh, people like you who like to watch the games at home, whether you're close or not. Um, uh, that's why they have those blackout rules, right? Because they they need to sell cert- so many seats for, um, for it to you know be shown in the local market uh, on League Pass. Yeah, that, that, but not really because if I if I bought Directv, I get to watch the game. It's just more about pigeonholing and making you purchase a certain cable cable provider. So that's kind of my problem with it too. It's all right. I've I've spent my afternoon scheming and I figured it out guys. So don't even worry about it. I'm going to do it illegally. (laughs) So take, take that NBA, take that Ryan, Ryan. What's his name? Ryan Smith. I don't even know his name. Whatever. Generic, 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 generic Provo guy. Number seven. I mean, Jesus. Uh, he's so cool guys he's so cool and that, and that's the other thing is that like a lot of people were like oh Ryan Smith like well, guys like I'll, I'm gonna be honest he I, looks like you he doesn't mean he's like you <laughs> I don't like again you know Ryan Smith I mean if he pulled the biggest heel move and like just all of a sudden you know the Jazz have like eight trucks leave Salt Lake <laughs> one night eight eight semi trucks pull out of the 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 the, the Black Vivint Arena and um, uh, you know, drive, you know, five. How many miles? Four hundred ish miles, um, uh, uh, to the west. Mm-hmm. It, it, who knows? Maybe, you know, again, Ryan Smith is a billionaire. Billionaire for a reason. Like, <laughs> if, if Ryan yeah, Smith I sells his house in Provo, you know, option for me. But he, should, he should he should do the best of both worlds and like split it between both. Be be the Las Vegas Utah Jazz. Oh my God! Play half the home games and one or the other. Be revolutionary. And... <sighs> Just really chop it up, and, and people in Utah would be so mad. Oh my god, they would. <laughs> but they, they would still, they would still show up. Yeah, oh. that's things that like like um, uh, Utah fans can't, you know, like e- even as good as last year was, they couldn't sell every game. So again, it is. What yeah, it is no, I mean, I I get it. When you love them, you love them, man. It's just like the like Boise State here. Even you just once you're in an area and it's all you've got, you just. You stick to it, so I, I, I get, I get the wild we got, weirdness. Guy. It really is all we got. It really is all. It really is all we got. <laughs> well, who, who I thought I thought that was more of a thing about that was more of a COVID thing than anything else. What is they them not being able to sell things sell things out because they do kind of. I mean, they sell out things regularly. It depends on what you mean by sell out. Do you mean like butts and seats sold out or like sell out, sell out? I yeah, uh, like I I did I covered a lot of games last year. I was like, yeah, this doesn't feel like it's some uh, near. The capacity it could be like so, like like that Indiana game, you know. Like, 
Well, th- that wasn't like noon. On that, like that, a, that's yeah. because they've been taking a harder stance against the racists, and so it eliminates yeah, a good portion of the people who could be that, sitting there. That is true. But like even like late like um, some of these like <laughs> look games. on Jared's face right now. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it was funny, honestly. That yeah, was well, that's a, you know, hey, um, uh, you know, the the woke jazz, and then, but you know, jokes aside, there there's a little bit of that too. So, um, yeah, no, I mean, not even a joke. That's a fact. Yeah, like, uh, it was just told in a very a very clever way. Uh, Jared, so yeah, you move now. Let's um, uh, you know, you're you're doing um, uh, um. So you're teaching kids English, is that right? No, that's not. Correct. No, that's not right. Oh, okay, I thought I thought, I thought you like you did like one of these. I'm moves. just gonna make something up here and see if it's. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's he just throwing stuff at the wall now, man. <laughs> no, I'm, I teach third grade, bro. Oh, okay. Teach. teach, you well, teach. I mean, you're te- you're teaching. I mean, they're learning new words in English, so in theory, they're learning English. I guess. Yeah. English is a, English is a subject. In I was just saying uh, the thing. <laughs> you're you're very excited to play this podcast for them tomorrow during their silent time. So okay, since they're silently, I'm gonna play silent time. Do you gonna, think that exists yeah, with kids that are here like? Here we go. Years? Listen to hitting the high notes, folks. Tell your parents here, to download on Spotify. Kids, this is a word. Hey, <laughs> oh, Mr. Barker, what's a shitty fuck? What's a shitty fuck bag? Here's me cursing. What's that? What's that? Yeah. What, what's that? What's a douchey douche fuck fuck bag? Um, oh, that's a Ben Simmons. That's a Ben what's Simmons. What's a shitty shitty fuck bag? Uh, <laughs> it's like, uh, how did you discover this podcast? Like, <laughs> um, we have tell a talk- your parents. Yeah, exactly. We're on the, a- the, Apple, you know, tell, tell us to give us a five star review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get, uh, <laughs> wherever your podcatcher is. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, Logan, um, uh, you know, again, it's been a while. I, 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 you know, I lost track of when we talked about this in COVID. I'm pretty sure like you added to your resume, um, uh, you know, while you're up there and, and near the Boise and stuff. Like, um, big things happening for you up there too, huh? Well, do you, uh, I, I haven't got COVID, no. I, what, are, you, are you talking about professionally? Professionally, <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, I yeah, mean, no. He, I've, I've, well, there, there, there's, there's a couple of things that the DJ and I have in the works, so we're going to see. <laughs> we're we're going we're to see how things see how things play out. And but. they um, uh, they still run jazzpodcoop.com. Get your T-shirts, get your get your thongs, get your... Wow, you're launching a company called Honey Dragon, Inc. Honey Dragon. Uh, I wish. Tank tops, and um, uh, yeah, they, you know, you sell, you're just going to sell that. Hey, you, you sell our Legos. Um, yeah, I mean, if you, if, if you want to buy a house in the state of Idaho, you know, hit me up. Hit yep. us up. In the state yeah. of we'll, Idaho. We'll, glad, we'll gladly take your money. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, do, yeah. I get them before Zillow does because um, I've learned a lot about Zillow today. So, and when uh, I say it's it's the devil, bro. When I say I learned a lot, I watched it. I watched it. Sound like you've been on TikTok. I was just yeah, saying, sound like you've been yeah, on TikTok. Yeah, if you watch those TikToks, bro, you will you will like yeah. hate Zillow with the fire of a million times. Like, like, <laughs> like, this is how I learn things now. On from like I just learn from Twitter and TikTok, and like I don't do any actual research, so I'm just a regular human. Well, I mean, there there are some. Like you do get some legitimate information from those sources, so it's like, it, honestly, it's what that typically should do is it should spur you to do some more research where you get more information. Yeah, but I don't have time for that. I, but I, uh, you know, we don't. Nobody has time for that. I mean, yeah. if you speak like you know what you're talking about, people will believe you. Oh yeah, absolutely. that's all you. That's, that's all you got to do. Uh, that, that's no, going to go in the commercial for our. Um, uh, I need to mark that out for the commercial for. Um, <laughs> Before that's pretty much as us in a, that's us in a nutshell yep it's actually it's actually twitter in a nutshell if you oh. sit and talk like you know what you're talking about it'll be 
uh, whatever. But well, J- Jared, what's the what's the name of the what's the name of the dude who uh, is the new like the minute you sent it to us in the text or the minute the guy from Minnesota who invented the trade machine is now like running the. Oh yeah. Was it a guy or woman? Uh, it's, it a, a guy? it's a it's a it's well I don't want to. <laughs> My very first thought is it's an Indian dude because it is. Uh, it's Sashin Gupta. Oh, okay. The former ESPN employee who literally invented the trade machine. So what I what my, I I say that only to say you know all of you Twitter GMs you know keep fighting a good fight because there is hope for you yet that your well your your your, your meticulous use of the of of the of the fake GMing might someday play itself into head of the Minnesota Timberwolves. So. Thank you. I will do that. You learn how to build a website. So DJ Honeypaws is already halfway there, man. She's already. DJ Honeypaws is going to be running the Timberwolves in no time. Yeah, the downside is that you have to run the Minnesota Timberwolves, but you finally did get <laughs> that <laughs> NBA job. So Seattle, they probably moved to Seattle. So the Las Vegas Timberwolves. <laughs> I don't think anybody's moving. I, I, I mean, last I heard, like they're adding Seattle. And yeah, they, they lost Vegas. too much money. That was that was the word is add too. But before that, a lot of people thought Minnesota. Right, yeah, yeah, like, so, like, I'm at, like, and that, that, that's such a weird thing. Like, we're just going to add teams to make up for the money that we lost during the COVID year. Like, oh, okay, that sounds, I, that's I not going to watering I mean, down. That's but. a theory, but I don't know if that's going to happen because they were also talking about how I don't know. There's a lot of repercussions of that because they all, there's weird things that they say about the talent pool and that would dilute the talent pool and blah blah blah. So I don't even know what to believe. They talk out of both sides of their mouths with this stuff so now, like, like so i mean i guess we have a little bit of time why not we want to talk about it so that's true right like i mean you would think like okay cool so each team gets to keep eight players or whatever and then um and then um uh, you know the expansion team was just take a couple years to but uh, like at some point you're like oh you know there's all gonna be only two more superstars there's only so many superstars in the league and you know, all of a sudden, instead of every team having two or three, like you, you know, each team only have one, and then you know the super teams will be like two and a half or whatever. Um, but again, I mean, the league has expanded in the past what twenty years? I guess now almost thirty years. It is thirty years. Like the Heat, the Magic, the Raptors, the Grizzlies. They they've added you know the Hornets and the Bobcats, or I guess the same team. They've added five or six. In the past thirty years, and here we are in twenty twenty, talking about how it's the most athletic, the best the league's ever been. And so here's my theory about that, right? Like, wait, mm-hmm. Donovan Mitchell was drafted thirteen. He was not a surefire thing. Um, and part of it was, I think there was a lot of luck that the Jazz lost Gordon Hayward that year. Ronnie Hood had the shits, and you know, <laughs> like maybe may- maybe Donovan Mitchell rises you know, to the occasion on whatever team he was going to be on. But maybe he just got into a really good situation. And maybe some like, again, we talked about like how Jordan Clarkson, you know, in the right situation might be in the superstar conversation. But, you know, if if people ignore, you know, what he doesn't do and it's just focus on him dropping 50 some nights. Right. Um, Mm. And so like, and so I guess my theory is that eventually like, you know, it does dilute the talent pool to begin with. But then you start, you know, once you once you get going and after five, ten years, it just evens out because guys who are just, you know, we see it all the time. It's like some guys that were bench players, you know, we see Jeremy Grants all of a sudden going from being a really good bench player to scoring 25 a night for the Pistons. 
Well, I think that you just have to, the NBA has to hope that there's another untapped talent pool because the reason that, I mean, that there are now talented players is because the, the Baltic states started pumping out hoopers like nobody's been. Right. And like, and like, I mean, there were, there were some lulls like I'm a, after, you know, some of the, the stars retired or whatever. But yeah, again, now we're in 2021 and man, you look around the league and you're just like, man, these guys, they're just like, you know, superstars, superstars in the making, um, budding, you know, just like, I mean, like, you know, SGA, John Morant's like guys that are like, oh man, these guys are going to take a leap, but we still have this talent pool. We still have like four tiers of like, um, uh, different age superstars and, um, yeah, so I mean, I think that would probably even out if you had two more teams. And yeah, I think I think I think they'll be fine because in theory, what you're saying is that that's the problem. You're saying we can't discover four more superstars, two for each team, right? Uh, but and, and I I don't speak soccer, so I don't know how, soccer or hockey, so I don't know how big their rosters are. But I'm pretty sure the NBA has the smallest rosters of all the major sports, right? I mean, they only carry twelve dude, twelve. Yeah, but twelve of them really. I mean. I mean, NFL is like a, almost a sixty-man roster. Baseball is twenty-five, I think. What does soccer carry? How many? Well, how many? Technically, NBA is fifteen now, but yeah, it's essentially twelve who play. So yeah, yeah. I don't know how big. I don't know how big a hockey or a hockey or a uh, wonder, soccer soccer roster is. How many people are on the field for a soccer game at once? Eleven, like a, eleven on eleven, and then looks obviously. like it looks like a lot of boring. Yeah, there's a lot of dudes running around being boring as hell. So. Um, <laughs> Like, there's 11 on the field, they got it. They e- easily have to have more guys on the bench yeah, than an NBA roster, right? Yeah, there's like 22. I would, yeah, something like yeah. that. Um, yeah, so, um, uh, you know, uh, again, and yeah, like, there's just some, there's gonna be a lot of basketball players coming through, and you know, some guys that, like, oh, we can't believe that guy didn't make the league, you know, might make the league, and uh, yeah, like, uh, we'll, we'll see a lot more of these. You know, Christian Wood guys come out of nowhere. The Jeremy Grants, the you know, well, I don't know why I'm focused on Detroit so much, but yeah, those guys. Those guys. Close. <laughs> it was that Malice in the Palace. Yeah, well, I do love the Malice in the Palace. That's a that's a great documentary. Yeah. Um, um, I also want to say that um, I, I don't want to say anything negative about anybody that 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 recommended Ted Lasso to me, but it's like, why does everybody insist on overselling stuff? I mean, it's it was. It's a yeah. solid good. I'm sorry that you're wrong. But it's like, um, okay, not so the second coming. You go so. ahead and um, uh, you go yell at Jared for his uh, wrong takes. Um, uh, you can yeah. find him uh, on the Twitter at go the distance forty nine. Um, anywhere else we can follow you? Are, are you are you um uh, doing Instagram now? Are you uh, OnlyFans? Uh, I mean, uh, anything? Oh, well, I do, I do have my Instagram, which is also go the distance forty nine. <laughs> and yes, say. I do accept cash donations and Venmo on there and stuff like that. So. I, I, I really thought he was gonna say. And, and yes, I, 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 it's it's a private it's a private uh, account, so that's how you know I'm for real and legit, and your money's gonna mean something. So, um, uh, Mister uh, Mister Squatch, um, uh, you know, big things happening for you there. Uh, you don't have Instagram, but you see mine, so. Um, you know, it's just, uh, you know, welcome back to Twitter, by the way. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Check out my TikTok. I have all three TikToks out. Um, it's, it's, uh, I think it looked like 14 fans. Same, and one of them, yeah, yeah, it is, it is, it is, it is, uh, it is the same handle. So if Jared, if you could look it up real quick and then while you're looking it up, read my bio to the, the fans. Oh. It's, a solid, it's a solid bio. Um, but, uh, 
and then uh, what else am I on? Um, that's uh, my OnlyFans. Yeah, it's uh, Dragon Squatch's hairy navel. <laughs> it's just shots of the lint I pull out from my belly button every day. So oh, it's a good time. But what I do, what I do appreciate was, uh, you know, jazz fans, you've made it. Like there's, we we kind of go back and forth on. Like, you know, are we worse than other fan bases? I very clearly heard Zach Lowe say on his recent podcast that uh, the Jazz are top three craziest, most terrible Twitters in all of the NBA. So uh, we have, we've officially arrived. Thank it's, you. We're, we got the uh, oh, he's been on that train for a long time. Like, he's, oh, he's, he knows. It, we're, it, we're legit in his eyes. We are legit. So. Um, yeah. So um, uh, go follow Dragon Squatch at Dragon Squatch on TikTok. He has 17 followers. Uh, one one of his TikToks is actually my face, so it's actually you, yeah. It's yeah. It's <laughs> like, I, and I'm looking at it, like, like, like I'm, I see like, my hair. My my hair, like, is it's not really gray there. Like, and that wasn't that long ago. I mean, I guess it was, like, I don't know, seven or eight years ago. So the other it's one is me just moaning, moaning in a hotel room at an Applebee's sign. I mean, it's top, it's top quality. Uh, and his his bio says, uh, hey, "Rat piss." Who, um, can I get a report on how how you? How how uh, was it WrestleMania that you went to? Uh, okay, so this is gonna sound really bad. Um, I went to SummerSlam, and okay. so here's the thing: I got a COVID test because I was feeling a little off before SummerSlam. So okay. I went got a COVID test. It was a rapid test, came out negative. So I that night get on a plane because I have a negative COVID test. Go to Vegas, but I feel awful all weekend. Go to SummerSlam, feel awful. Um, took my friend's little boy because you know he's he likes wrestling now, and John Cena and Edge are there, so those are two guys that he really likes. It was fun. Um, I could not really get into it as much as I wanted to. Um, it was a little weird because uh, like that week Vegas restored the mass mandate, which apparently like half of Vegas was like fuck this, and they didn't want to go. So I'm like hey, whatever, more room for me. Um, it was great. But uh, when I got back, took a PCR test or, or a spit test. I don't know if that's PCR or not. But um, uh, then they were like, oh, yeah, you have COVID. I was like, well, okay, cool. Crossed state lines, went to a 20,000-ish person event. I guess it was like 40,000. And I was like, yeah. And, I, and Logan asked me the same thing in text. And I was like, yeah, super spreader. And he was like, you or the event? I'm like, you know, both. So anyway. It was, uh, it was one of those weird moments. Like, how do I navigate this? It's like, you're my friend, but... If you knowingly went there with COVID, you're kind of a piece of yeah. shit. So I wasn't really sure. I wasn't really sure how to ask the right. question. And so, like, but he pretty you're much, like, you're like, yeah. you're like, who did you have COVID? You because I, I, I felt really guilty when I got my positive test, and like I've had to tell myself, like, but the, you know, the thing you, you is, didn't know. on the way, yeah, like if I knew, if I knew, I wouldn't have gone. But I had a, you know, and um, uh, uh, go hit up um, uh, uh, honestly, I, I, uh, harsh reality. Got, got, I hit me as well when about about rapid tests and so the the, the clinic down here um, they were very cautious they're like yeah you got a negative on the rapid test but you know you've had symptoms for three days so we're gonna wait for this other test to come back and that state test I felt like it was taking forever yeah. and I tweeted at the governor that I was pissed that it was taking so long and all of a sudden magically the results appeared so it's like yeah, you bastard! Thank uh, you. I was gonna say, blame, blame, blame my, uh, blame my third cousin twice removed that Caillou looking Spencer <laughs> Cox. Uh, Is he actually a cousin of yours? 
No, absolutely not. He doesn't. If he was, he wouldn't claim us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, uh, Spencer Cox from Tonopah, Nevada. Um, yeah, like I'm. Uh, yeah, so he drives it. He drives in every day from Tonopah. <laughs> here's the here's your high notes PSA for the, for the day. If you get a rapid test, there is a high level of false negatives. Not really false positives, but false. There's a high level of false negatives. Uh, if you need to know more, go hit up Ken Curtis on Twitter. He actually wrote. Um, a lot of stuff about it, and he knows a lot more about it. So, um, there's at least a 33 percent chance that it could be wrong. At least, and, and from like a- and from what I've heard, if you do have a positive test, they get back to you sooner. So, sometimes no news is good news on that front with the PCR. Yeah, my, my, my mom had a false positive too on oh. her rapid test oh, yes. as well. When you when I think Jared was asking questions about it, yeah. or who was that? Someone was asking questions about it. Oh. Anyway, don't get COVID, I'm not going to jump in. Don't get COVID. It was Jams. It was Jamsy. Jamsy was asking uh, about oh, it. Oh, but yeah. That's there, right. was a, there, was, there was a thousand experts in his mentions already, so I decided <laughs> to throw one out. Don't, um, uh, don't get sick from the vaccine like um, Logan did. Um, but go, you know, you know, hey, you know, we, we, we try not to take too many chances, but um, there's a vaccine out there. And COVID is, you know, trust me, I got it. You know, it, it's, it's, yeah, don't, 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 don't be the guy I followed into Walmart today whose shirt said unmasked unvaccinated unapologetic unafraid <laughs> unafraid he, he's not I hope afraid it, of I hope it was like, I hope it was like, like hey. in glitter and bedazzled and it, that's like it, it sounds like one of those like girl power shirts from like the yeah, it was Dude, a, it, strong yeah. strong affliction vibe uh, anyway. I know exactly what you're talking about. Oh, well, we we just been bullshitting for 15 minutes here. Um, all right, cool. Um, That's uh, part of the podcast. Yeah. I have that on good authority. Go to this is 49 on Twitter and Instagram. Dragon Squatch on Twitter and TikTok. Um, uh, you know, he TikTok. Just, oh, um, okay. His bio says rat piss. By rat the way, piss. oh yeah, <laughs> Logan. Um, uh, real quick, what what TikTok are you on? Like, um, uh, what what TikTok videos like show up for you? What's your for you? Oh, mine's like? it. Uh, I I don't fortunately have any berries and cream because I think it's the dumbest thing that's ever happened. I don't know um, what that means. So no no berries no berries and cream for me, and I'm still really trying to figure it out. Mine is just real. Mine is just a real mess. If you know DJ and I, we've got a really warped sense of humor that doesn't make any sense. So it's not there's not a continuous trend. It's just kind of trashy, weird humor, that bizarre, was, that bizarre. Was Funniest part of Thanksgiving, just sitting there watching random ass TikToks. Yeah, well, I've, I've, got, I've got a lot of weird ones. And oh, my brother Cameron is on TikTok. He sent me a TikTok today, and it was uh, it was that scene from Step Brothers, but someone dubbed it with Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sylvester Stallone's face <laughs> and voice. And I will just tell you, like, no two things coming together couldn't make me any happier than those than than, than bringing my guy Sly into Step Brothers. But I, I know, never... my, my, my TikTok is a hot mess. I don't. I don't have it's. It is just purely all humor and ridiculous jokes. There's no, there's no seriousness there. I can find. Um, there's occasionally big booty bitches that pop up, but uh, I, I quickly scan past them because I don't know how they got there. But uh, <laughs> I was gonna say I, I usually don't ask that question, and like now that like people take that, and Wait, I, didn't, uh, didn't you tweet something like, "Oh, the one for my birthday is a big booty hoe." Oh yeah, that's 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 <laughs> that's everybody. That's, that's a that's a that's a rap lyric from uh. I'm I don't know. I don't, so I, don't, I don't know who. I that, just hear it. I heard it on the. That's evergreen. I heard, I heard it on the radio. Um, I, I asked that. So I asked that now because it's it's fun conversation. Because um, I, again, I'm gonna try to tell a quick story here. Uh, there was this girl that I dated. Is not quite the right word, but let's just say you know in quotations dated. 
Um, and one night we're just kind of laying there and, um, uh, she's like, so what's your TikTok <laughs> like? And I just, I, you know, as I, I was like, oh, I'm on straight TikTok, I'm a hot girl TikTok, uh, singing TikTok for some reason. And uh, now dog TikTok, which is amazing. Dog TikTok is just the best thing ever. And, um, she was, I was like, okay, well, well, it's on yours. And she was like, conspiracy theory TikTok. And I was like, okay, like, all right, well. There's a lot of that going around, but then some of these conspiracy theories were like, I was like, oh, all right, we got lizard people, we got, um, uh, you know, Illuminati, um, you know, then then we had questions about flat Earth. I was like, okay, like like she was like, she's, she's on batshit crazy TikTok, and I was like, <laughs> oh, okay, like I was not prepared for conspiracy theory TikTok, and so I was like, oh, all right. Right then, and uh, anyway, uh, I'm really, I'm really looking forward to when we cut this recording off when we find out which jazz guy you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and on that note, right, that's it. We'll see you guys next time. <laughs> I forget. I, uh, I forgot to mention I am on Raccoon TikTok as well. I, there's a lot of Raccoon footage. We talk like we talk like zero jazz on that <laughs> episode. <laughs> We're the shamers. We're the ones who come in and smack your, smack your jerk off on the, the tip of the dick with a wooden spoon. And get that if you haven't had a chance, check out the Jazz Pod Co-op on Twitter. It's a group of podcasts with like-minded people that just want to share their opinions on the jazz. Here's a preview. Mark and Doug Hintzy on the twos and threes. The weird things about dude shots is like my favorite like NBA subcategory of and like or they're like the length of their arms affecting something. I, I'm, I'm like whether they jump off of one foot or because, two foot. Right. Like, Emily and McCoy on the jazz gals. If anything, that video also reminded me like how just a few inches difference it was between us being on one side versus the other you know like well we all know a few inches can make a difference who logan and jared on hitting the high notes i don't even care if they're hurt i mean we're not going to dance on any injuries but yes i i i can't make any promises i don't even care if it's a fluke or we cheat i don't even care if you're not cheating you're not trying right um that's what they say and Brian and McCade on home court press. With Boyan, Memphis is really struggling to shoot. So giving the Boyan to the Grizzlies and then having the Grizzlies forward our first-round pick onto another team, if you can get Boyan a first-round pick and then get Memphis to throw in a first-round pick in the A and take Boyan, a lot of possibilities open for a guy like John Collins.